Praise God. Now, um, from this month of September, October, down to December, as declared by the bishop, um, it's a month of conforming to the image of Christ. Amen. So, from the month of September, October, November, December, this last quarter, we are looking at conforming to the image of Christ. And we are doing that looking at the Gospels from a synoptic approach. What, what means is that instead of picking Matthew and we go through the entire of Matthew, pick Mark, go through the entire of Mark, pick um, Luke, go through the entire of Luke, pick John, go through the entire of John, you notice that when you are reading the Gospels, you find a particular story or event replicated, repeated, or you see them the same thing in the God. Have you seen that thing before? You see, you see the same story. You see it in Matthew. You see it in Mark. You see it in Luke. It's mostly with Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The very few, very few of them you find it also reflected in the book of John. Hallelujah. So most times theologians refer to the first three uh, gospels as a synoptic gospel because synoptic means that there's, there's, there's a, a synergy, all right? There's a similarity between them. And so we're going to be looking at the gospels in, in that approach. And as we behold him in his word, our outward living conforms to the revelation of him that we see in the word. He said, as we behold him in a glass, as we behold him, we are metamorphosed. We are changed from glory to glory. We begin to look like him. When it comes to the faith, you look, you, be, you, you become an expression of Jesus in your outward life when you keep looking at him. When we behold him, we hold him. When we what? Behold him, we what? We hold him. So you become like him by looking at him. As long as you are looking at him, you are becoming like him. Can I get an amen over there? And so, one of the ways by which Christ enables us, God has allowed us to look at him and become like him, is his word. Praise God. When we look at his word, in the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, he unveils Jesus to us as we look at his word. Recently, I was looking at the word and the spirit of God drew something in my, my heart, put something in my heart. And it says that, when you read the book of John, it says that Jesus said to the Pharisees, you go through the scriptures, thinking in it you find life. He said, but this, they speak of me. In the book of Luke 24, the Bible said that he expounded from the, 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 the scriptures, the prophets, all that was pertaining to Jesus. So the scriptures point you to Jesus. They don't point you away from Jesus. From Genesis to Revelations, he's all talking about Jesus. He's talking about the son of the living God. Praise God. And so the scriptures talks about him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you only see him in light. You cannot read your book in darkness. In darkness, you cannot read the book and see the letters. That is why I keep saying severally that no unbeliever can understand the scriptures. Because as long as you're not born again, you are in the dark. You can't see the scriptures. You will see English. 
not a life. Jesus is in the scriptures. The whole of the scriptures. The whole of the writings of God. Everything in there is talking about Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the revelation of God. But you cannot read your Bible in the dark. So as long as you're not born again, and as long as you're not in relationship with the Holy Spirit, you cannot teach me the Bible. And that is why a Christian engaged in the word of an unbeliever, you will argue. Number two, a Christian engaged in the word of God with a carnal Christian, you will argue. Sons of the kingdom don't argue. They commune. So there's no how a Muslim can sit me down and open the Bible and be quoting scriptures and tell me understanding what I mean. No. Because you're in the dark. If I were to give you, if, if, if you are a student of accounting and I gave you a medical material, you will know that this is T-H-E. There. You know it. Huh? But maybe the there in medical science is not the same as the there in accounting. How many of you understand that? There's some words used in accounting. On a regular day, that's not the meaning. In accounting. It's different. So, though the letters are the same, the language is different. Because the scriptures, they reveal Jesus. So, the Lord laid my heart that the scriptures point to Jesus. When they point to Jesus, and you encounter Jesus by the Holy Spirit, Jesus is the light that lighted every man that comes to the world. John chapter 1. He said it there. He is the light that lighted every man that comes to the world. And so when the scriptures, after your new birth, points you to Jesus to know him, he points you back to the scriptures. Now he is the light. So in thy light we shall see light. So he now becomes the light. So what, what you saw that pointed you to him, when he points you back to the scriptures, what you see is a replication of him in your life. I'm not supposed to say am I making sense because I'm not making sense. It's a statement that I, I, I think I should, we should stop making. When I'm teaching a word, I shouldn't say, am I making sense? Because it doesn't, it's not sense, sensible. Spiritual things are spiritual descent. Hallelujah. Am I making spirit? So, in beholding the word of God, by the help and the breathing of the Holy Spirit, we see him as he is. And as we see him as he is, we conform to him. Now, the Bible says, and give us Romans chapter 12, and verse number 1 and 2. Verse 2, rather. Verse 2. Let's go there. Romans. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove 
What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Give me a message translation. Mm. If you hear me switch, you two switch. Are you with me? How shall we read this? Seeing that it remains small in our eyes. So here is what I want you to do. Uh, that now makes it worse. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, come on. Let's switch, switch, switch. Ah, Alright. Praise God. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1, the message says, So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Did you hear that? Eh? This is your church life. He said what? Your ordinary life, that is trying to explain. Your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, your regular life. He said place it before God as an offering. That's not our focus for tonight, but it's part of breaking the fellow grounds. Our life is not in church. We are the church in life. Do you hear me? Our life is not in church. We are the church in life. We take the church into life. In everything we do. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Did you hear that? Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. <laughs> Don't become a well-adjusted don't become well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking <laughs> wow i love the scripture oh glory to god i was sharing some dear ones this afternoon in the office <laughs> you know there are there are brethren in church who sleep around with, without any nothing worries them like they sleep and when they are done, I mean sleep, I mean, I'm talking of sleeping around. Like they went to go to have sex. Does that make sense? That one is flesh, so it's sense. Uh, they, I mean, they, they line the sisters up, sisters who line the brothers up, and they hold the microphone, lift them holy hands to Jesus. Found oh, no, no, no more, no more, no more. It means that you have embraced the regular life and it's become now without thinking. May we not come there. He says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. That's what we are doing this four months. Fix your attention. To fix means to make sure you put it there and then you screw it, then it stick. It didn't say look, it said fix. Tell anybody, say neighbor, fix. Look left, I can't. Look right, I can't. Look up, I can't. Look down, I can't. My face is fixed on him. 
when you are fixed on him, your life will be fixed like him. Oh, are you here with me? Am I making spirit? Mm-hmm. Mm. Fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Ah. Ah. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. How does that happen? When we fix our eyes on him. So it's foremost we are fixing on him. Now, in fixing our gaze on him, remember I said, one of the ways that God helps us to fix our focus on him and look at him is look at the scriptures. And tonight we want to look at an aspect of Christ in the scriptures and pick something from there. Amen. Oh, glory. Now, look chapter number four and verse number one let's go there let's do the let's do the uh, new king james such peace we have when we live in his light such joy we have when we live in his in his life such assurance of the future we have when we live his life so unperturbed unbothered by nothing we fix our lives in his life but such troubles we have such distortions and distractions cries and pains when we take our eyes off him and try to fix things ourselves by looking at the world lord help us that was an inspired word a poem to you amen then jesus being filled <laughs> To understand it better, let's take it from chapter 3, verse 21. So we'll come there. Are you with me? Oh, who we'll look like him? I'm talking of experientially. Oh, men will look at you and they will see Jesus. You will be the definition of Jesus Christ. Ha. Huh. Now, verse number, did I give 21? Is that 21? Now, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. Can I prophesy? May the heavens be open over you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are going now. Uh, my son. <laughs> my son, is he? <laughs> Hallelujah. But it means that the favor of God will come upon you. The approval of God will come upon you. The hand of God will come upon you. The yes of God will come upon you. And the no of God will also come upon you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Glory to God. So as he was baptized, note it. By who? John the Baptist. Now, that same story you can find in the book of Matthew 3 verse 13. Let's go there. I'm coming somewhere with this. And then we'll pray a little. Then we are done for tonight. Then Jesus came from Galilee. To John at the Jordan. To be baptized by him. 
People of God. When we look at Jesus, what do we see from this scripture? When we look at him, what do we see? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Next verse, sir. Next verse, sir. And John tried to prevent him, saying, Ah, I need to be baptized by you. And you are, you, sir, and, and are you coming to me? Oh, continue, sir. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. This was the reason why John, you were anointed to baptize Jesus. Why? Because John was that dispensation's high priest. He was unique from the other high priest they've ever had in history. And we will realize in John chapter, chapter 1 that the reason he had to baptize him was more than just water. It was to confer the sins of the world on the lamp that must be slain. That's what the high priest does when you read the scriptures. But I'm coming somewhere. So I don't want to go too far from there. Permit it to be so. Now look at Mark 1 verse 9. So are you seeing the same story? No, the same story, but in different expressions. And if, if there's time, we could have picked each of them, look at the uniqueness of the scriptures. Understand why Matthew's account seems a little bit different from that of Mark and that of Luke. They are not different. They are the same. It's just from different perspective because of who they are speaking to. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. What a rhyme. John the Jordan. Well, let me see what's in the next verse. In the next verse there. And immediately coming out from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. Yes, sir. Next verse. Then the voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Wow. Now, let's look at John 1, 29. Is everybody here with me? Are we making spirit? The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you remember when Abraham was asked by God to sacrifice his only son? And he said to his servants, or he said to his son, that the Lord shall provide for himself a sacrifice. That was a shadow. This is a reality now. This is a lamp God provided for himself. To take away the sin of the world. Continue, sir. This is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. Continue. And I did not know him. Do you see that? I did not know him. But that he should be revealed to Israel, therefore I came baptizing with water. Continue, sir. And John bore witness saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. That's how I got to know that he was the one. <laughs> now, Jesus Christ was 100% man, 100% God. This has been a discussion of uh, controversy in, in theology. <laughs> By <In> spiritology, he's <laughs> the same. 
He's 100% man. If he was not 100% man, then the sacrifice is null and void. He had to be 100% man for a sacrifice on the cross to be accepted. Praise God. So, if you look at it carefully, Jesus is higher ranking than John. But for the sake of purpose and divine agenda, he submitted. So when I look at Jesus in these scriptures, I see submission and authority. In this season of breaking up our fallow grounds, as we look at Jesus, what we see is submission. The spirit of God at work in a Christian does not make you a rebel. The spirit of God in a believer does not make it difficult for a believer to submit under authority. The spirit of God at work in a believer enables you to have the Christ-like attitude of submission. So when I look at Jesus, what do I see? I must conform to submission. That is it. In this 21 day fast, tell the Lord to break that arrogance from you. Can I get a better amen there? Lord, break up my fallow grounds. Break this arrogance, this pride. I'm too proud. One sign of pride is what you feel when you are corrected. Anytime my dad draws my and I and I sense that they say something, I say, ah, Isaiah, pride is coming. I have to fast. Lord, this must not be in me. You can't be too big than correction. Jesus learned obedience by submission. Authority is not possible without submission. You can never be not true authority has submission as the seat. The seat for authority is submission. You can walk in power and not be submissive. That's not authority. The church of the Lord is quiet. Am I making spirit? How vulnerable are you are to submit under authority? Oh, the centurion said to Jesus, don't come to my house, sir. Don't come. There's no need, sir. With all due respect, sir. I'm also a man under authority. And I also have people under my authority. So, what qualifies you to have people under your authorities? You being under authority. One thing the Holy Ghost breaks in you, if you are truly in fasting and prayer, is that He breaks arrogance and pride from you. I'm telling you, He breaks it. And sometimes, when you're not submissive, He will, he will allow things to come to break you. You find one small boy insult you from your head to your toe, and you want to react. And the Holy Ghost says, you don't react like that. Keep quiet. You don't do that. They hit him in the cheek. Boah! Put thorns on his head. Hit it with, with uh, this thing. Ah, blood count. Jesus said, They flog him. What's the spirit way? Father, forgive them. We don't know what they are doing. 
was talking to my friend today, and I said something to him. I said, there's a balance the Holy Spirit wants to create in us. It's a balance of lion and lamp. Only Jesus could be a lion at the same time a lamp. And I said, my brother, do you know something? In the natural senses, when your enemies insult you, it's the lion that should attack. But God says, submit the lamp to be killed. Because the power of resurrection works in death, not when you're alive. That's what Christ will tell you. When your enemies insult you, pray for them. That's lamp. That's not lion. Lioness insult you. Adivadwa. You will die before tomorrow. That is lion. When somebody asks you, go one mile, he say, let's go more miles. That's lamp. <laughs> Disciples said to him, Ah, Jesus, call down fire. Let him finish them. Say, you are not on that stock. <laughs> Meekness is when you know you can do this, but I'm not doing it. It's a lot of strength. It's when you can slap that face and to look like this. This is where my brother (laughs) When we behold Jesus, what we see is submission. That is what we must conform to. You don't get too anointed and become difficult to submit. Anointing doesn't make you greater than authority. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't. If you raise the dead and your pastor can't even cause a mosquito to come back alive, in the rest of the spirit, it's your head. I told a young lady today, I said that whether I like it or not, your husband is your, is your head. When God is pouring oil, you pour it from the beard to the skirt. You pour it from the head down. Your tongues might sound heavier than your husband's. But the day you stood here and you exchanged the ring and said that, yes, I do. Yes, I do. An order was created. The order was this. Christ, God, the Father, the head of the Son. The Son, the head of your husband. And you, you, your husband is your head. Your pastor can be your spiritual father. He can prophesy into your life. But I tell you, if you disregard your husband, God does not care about that one. God doesn't joke with authority. Jesus. John says he came to his own. And his own did not know him. They dealt with him very well. So when I look at you, what do I see? I see submission. Oh, there are times I've had issues with people. Issues. And I knew that what he just did right now. It was, if it was the me before I encountered Christ changing me very well, it would have been in trouble. But I look at him, I still apologize to you. Because the spirit of God on me tells me that, son, you don't go that you go this way. A pastor is hard. That is why it is hard. It must be hard. That's why you need him. So, Pastor, you mean I shouldn't say anything? Don't say anything. Ha! Pastor, no. Pastor, with all due respect, allow me. Just two minutes. Don't go for just two minutes, man. Just two minutes. I'll be okay. Just two minutes. Pastor, please, two minutes. Daddy, 
I beg you, just bless me to go for just two minutes. <laughs> uh, but this is the thing. God knows your tomorrow than you do know it. Those statements that come from your mouth in that two minutes. You know what to do? Ah, you are lucky. Pastor has just allowed me. You two, you are mad. All your generation from now to the, you are all mad. Hmm. Ah, Pastor, I now feel good. Hmm. 15 years later, your mother or your grandmom or your auntie B is walking by saying a madman slapped her on the face. When she came, her eyes was red. This one, the nose has shifted. When a madman slap you, you don't know the number of years of death that are here. Only for you to go and trace and realize that, ah, went from this madman. Say, ah, that family that, you know that family that they now remember. Oh, that two minutes could change something about you negatively. God knows the end from the beginning. You are not too wise than God. God says forgive. He says I'll hold it. How long do you have to live on this earth? You are holding somebody in your heart. How long? The one who is eternity personified. Eternity submits to God. He says forgive. Ah. It's like when you are advising two young people who are falling in love. They are in love. And you tell them, you know, stay away from yourselves. Say, Pastor, I can't. I can't live a day without her. And the man looks at the two of you, realizes that there's danger ahead. He's seen pregnancy in the next attempt. But I can't, I can't do that. Say, be careful, the sister. Break our relationship. Then he leaves pastor's counsel, look for a brother in church who is very spiritual. So I have this issue. What is the issue? Blah, blah, blah. Say, oh. And what did pastor say? Pastor actually said, no, no, no. Pastor, he says, you know, he lives in a certain realm. You know, so what actually he's trying to say is that uh, just be careful. That's what he's saying. Interpreter. When you come back with that belly, brother won't be there. If my father tells me that son, be careful with this. Charlie, he's 67 years. I'm just in my 30s. It means that 30 something years of his life, he has been around surveying the earth, eating salt. Made mistakes, made right decisions in 30 years more than me. I can't be wiser than him. Get what I'm Submission. So look at Jesus. What we see is submission. Yes, John is nowhere compared to him. But by divine purpose, divine arrangements, for this one day, I must submit to him. You might be in this church. You have a ministry the Lord opened up to you. It's bigger than this place. In fact, yours is not tent. It's a 10,000 seater auditorium with proper AC. It's not the one we are sweating here. Your ushers dress like they are in the plane. 
your instruments. Not this type. Solid. <laughs> and you have been to programs, you, when you speak small, I mean, the anointing that flows is not easy at all. We don't have some here. The offering they give you. When you come, then we are just calling you by your first name. While out there, they call you Apostle Doctor. Call you Papa. But in this place, Epaphras, come here. You shorten it, Epa. But in God's divine agenda, this is where you must be. For a certain season. If you don't learn submission, you prolong your stay. The wilderness was not designed for 40 years. Not at all. It was their inability to submit to authority that made them stay 40 years. Ah, no, no, come on. You all know that when you go to university, it's four years. Is that not so? But if you fail, you, you, you can't graduate. You have to come back and write it. Until you have gotten it. Because the certificate says that you have satisfied all the requirements. But at this point, it's F. We can't let you go. Come back and write. So who kept you in the school? Is the school? No, you. When I look at Jesus, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? What do you see? I'm now supposed to go to the second part, but time is up. What I see submission. Great men are always down to earth. Greatness requires great submission. And the Spirit of God one day told me, he said that you can't follow Jesus and be puffed up. Do you know why? Because he is the highest standard of downness. He went so down that he who created all things came for the creature to deal with him. That's how down he went. So we are measured downwards, not upwards. So for me, personally, when I look at the scripture, I look at what God tells me, I don't understand how a prayer warrior is so prayerful that he's arrogant. Now, it's a difference between knowing who you are and walking in who you are and being arrogant. They're two different things. The fact that I tell that I'm not a beggar doesn't mean I'm arrogant. Oh? Am I a beggar? Pride or arrogance is when God says you are this. He says, I'm not it. I am this other one. That one is dangerous. People of God, the reason that we have so many uncooked men of God is because they didn't learn submission. There's something called the fullness of time. It takes patience. If you see anything good, patience was the port in which that thing was made. Patience. Yes. Your visions are crying out for expression. But God says, wait. Hallelujah. 
Because when God looks at you, the weight of that thing is placed in you and you, you don't have what it takes to handle or to come out of it. You think it's just a seed, but it's a forest he has placed in you. If you let it out, become a forest and the land is not enough to carry it. It requires patience. When I see Jesus, I see submission. Ah, Moses! Moses! Raise in the palace. Learn to all the languages. Good schools. For 40 years, he was a prince of Egypt. Perhaps waiting to be the next pharaoh. Then he sends that I'm a leader. I'm a leader. I'm a, le- I'm a leader. There's this thing. There's this thing boiling me. Leader, leader. It's when he took a stroll. He met an Egyptian molesting a Jew. Oh, I'm a leader now. He looked here. Looked there. Nobody's coming. Killed the guy. Hit him. The next time, Two brothers, ah, don't fight. Now your brothers say, hey, Master, who made the king of us? I think we didn't see how you killed that guy. Ha! Ah. That was a pathway to the school of submission for under 40 years. Because from that level you were seeing, the arrogance was too much. 40 years, what are you going to do? From a prince to a shepherd boy. If you knew how Egyptians looked at people that were shepherds, be surprised. It was like coming from grace to grass. 40 years! A prince! A soon-to-be king had to go to the school of submission for 40 years. When he has become one with the sheep, God now says, okay, it's time to now move him. Oh yeah, bush, bend, but don't consume. And that was when he started. Sometimes you are called, but you are not commissioned. Okay, you have not finished the school of submission. Rise to your feet. When I look at Jesus, what do I see? I see submission. There are some women that can't marry now. Not because there's a demon in their family. But uh, submission is a problem. Are you telling me that we are not equal in the Lord? Why, why should I submit? But it is like that. Just how it is. Submission. Submission. Jesus. When I look at you in the scriptures, I see submission. Jesus. Jesus. By your spirit, break my fallow grounds. Break my fallow grounds. Break my fallow grounds. Break my fallow grounds. Break me. So I can be remolded to fit into your image. In my daily living. Break me. Break me. Lord. When we look at you. We see submission. Break us. Break us. Listen. I watch a man of God, one of the sons of a very great apostle. This young man, this man can preach. Man of God. Anointed. So when you see me now, you love what you are seeing through me. 
So before now, I was so arrogant. I was so arrogant that God told me, oh yeah, stop what you're doing. No more ministry for now. Go to that, that man. Go to his church. Go and submit. That man that God sent him to go and submit to, they were both sons of their spiritual father. And God says that he should go and submit. And he was a senior to that guy. Because he's going to submit. You know the funny thing? When he went to the brother, the spiritual brother to submit, to work with him, he thought he was going to work with him. So I mean, he's senior level. Then some way, somehow, the spirit of God made the brother put him in, I think, ocean department or something. So now, oh, here, then we, we rise to the ransom. The brethren, I was angry. God said, hey, that's why I brought you. He was there, seven. 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 He said, before this time, he can preach. Hey. He read a course in the university. Very strange course. Very mathematical and scientific. In the first class. To preach here. And But when he goes to programs, small, small programs, he finishes, they tell him, God bless you. When he kept seven, 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 one day God says, uh-huh. Now go on this retreat. And then come back. When you come, put your messages on Telegram. Ha. <laughs> his name is Apostle is it Arome or Sezwa, one of them that is how God if you listen to that man preach the things he shares dangerous but that dimension was waiting for submission people of God we need to submit submission at all levels submit but you see the spirit of God you cannot see him can you see the Holy Ghost but he has placed with authority. So through them, it makes you learn submission. I may not like it, but it's not about liking it, it's about doing it. Huh? If today my father comes and says, Son, it's okay, don't preach. In fact, I want Pastor Stanley to be the resident pastor. Self, I have no choice. You understand me? Because the anointing on my head requires submission to excel. Do you get me? If all my life is this altar, I have no life. If all my life, one day God told me, He said that if I should take your voice, I believe to sing and talk, will you still love me? I say, Father, that's all I have is you. It's not the voice. I can copy the bending. COVID. Who would have done? If our life is music, then this COVID was there music. If our life was, was music, no. So I tell you, I'm not a singer. I'm not a preacher. I'm a Christian. If all your life is that job you have, when that job goes, what happens? If all your life is that wife you've married, when she goes, what happens? If all your life is that man, that uncle, what do you have? Submission. Submission. Lift your right hand up. I want you, you from the depth of your heart, as you prepare us for the communion, Lord, submission. Because when I look at Jesus, what I see is submission. From your heart, talk to him. Talk to him. You, dear one, watching us, it's about submission. Whether you are watching us from whether you are in your car, driving and listening, or you are at home, watching us, or you are watching this not as live, but later on you're watching it. There's a cry from the chambers of God.
For saints that know submission. By the help of the spirit. Cry out to him tonight. Cry out to him this afternoon. Cry out to him this morning. Depend on the time zone you are in. Lord. Break up my fallow grounds. Break up my fallow grounds. Ha. Ah. There were times the Lord have grieved you by my insubordination. Oh God, forgive me. Forgive me. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. For a servant not greater than his master. If my master was submissive, who am I? Lord, forgive me. In these 21 days of fasting, break up my fallow grounds. Break up my fallow grounds. For those of you watching this, if you're not born again, your first class of submission is the lordship of Jesus over your life. You want to make that decision today. You want to say, Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. I submit to you. This life is no longer I. I live it. But you live it through me. Sanctify me by your blood. Reconcile me to the Father in fellowship. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice on the cross. Thank you for saving me tonight. Thank you. If you just said that prayer, you need to grow in the faith. You can just send us a direct message. And we'll try to reach out to you and help you grow in this faith, in this love or this submission lifestyle. The Lord bless you for watching us. And do well to watch us tomorrow as well and then also on Sunday. God bless you. Brethren here, one more time, lift your two hands, speak in tongues. Allow the Spirit of God help us. 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 When I look at Jesus, all I see is submission. When I behold him, all I see is submission. Submission. Oh. Ephesians 5.21. It says let's submit one to another. Submission to one another is not possible without submission to the Holy Spirit. To the Holy Spirit. What do I do with what he says to me? What do I do with what he instructs me to do per time? Submission Lord. Submission Lord. Submission, Lord. Submission. Oh, saints, one moment. Just pray this prayer before we go. Come on, pray this prayer. Oh, submission. Just keep praying. Don't stop praying. Even if you hear music, just stop. Don't stop praying. Just keep praying. Open up your heart to Him. The Lord, as I even take the communion tonight, it's a communion of submission. I behold you. As I behold you. All I see is submission. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. 
Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. They've cut it. Oh Jesus. And I'll praise you. Just keep praying. You Lord. Because you are my strength and my reward. And I'm lost without you. Your love pulls me through. My life is available to you. Oh, pray. So, one more minute. Yeah. And I'll pray. And you are my strength and my reward. Oh Lord, I'm lost without you. Your love pulls me through. My life is available to you. Everybody sing it and I praise. And I'll praise. Strength. You are my strength and my reward. Said I'm lost without you. I'm lost without you. Your love pulls me through. My life is available. It's available. Let's one more time. Said and I'll praise and I'll praise. for bringing your word to us we long for the humility and the submission of Jesus as we partake of the body and the blood we receive that same spirit that same spirit that same spirit that same spirit thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus Help us in the basket. Oh, 